honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on the Paladino Live Network. And now, your host, Paladino Joey. Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Timberwolves Explosion is available on all your favorite podcasting apps. Thank you once and always for downloading and listening to this show. It's a great pleasure to be back on board with you once again today. Uh, I apologize. I'm a little under the weather. I mean, I, I don't know. I thought I was better, and then bam, it's like worse again. So I have no idea. Uh, hopefully this clears up pretty soon. Don't want to deal with it during any type of Christmas break or anything like that. So that would be pretty crappy. Minnesota Timberwolves played four games this past week and only won the first of them and lost the next three. I kind of had a crappy feeling coming in, but uh, you lost a... Uh, I mean, you beat Utah. It's like, all right, that's probably the better of the group, even though they've dropped off a bit from their sugar high at the beginning of the season. But to get obliterated twice in Portland was kind of dumb. Uh, the first game wasn't that bad. Wolves hung in there. The second game was just horse bleep. That was on Monday the 12th. And then the Clipper game, like, what was that? Like, one of the lowest scoring games of all time, at least, well, in, in recent memory, of course. We go back into the 90s, a lot of us. A lot of us classic uh, veteran Wolves and NBA fans. You know, there were scores of 97 to 88 fairly often, and this one was 99 to 88. So it happened, and, you know, uh, there were, yeah, there were defensive battles, and then there were some barn burners as well in the 90s. So we can't all just judge certain box scores. <laughs> this was the lowest scoring first half in the, the, of the season so far, but that's a little ways away. Three games, or should I say, Four games to preview, but three teams to talk about because we get to play Dallas twice. So another easy one in that sense. I get to kind of cheat my way through that. Both of them are in Target Center on the 19th and 21st, Monday and Wednesday. Uh, OKC, we'll see if the Wolves uh, run into another trap game or SGA goes off just kind of like uh, Damian Lillard did twice. So that was some bull crap. SGA's healthy and tearing it up. So watch out for that guy. Chicago Bulls, Billy Donovan and... Zach Levine and all that cute stuff. So we'll see. We'll see how the week goes. Let's talk about the week in the past first. Uh, of course, Timberwolves Explosion is also available on the Basketball Podcast Network, sponsored by DraftKings. And maybe soon you'll hear some uh, corporate ads at the beginning of the episode as well. Purple Mafia, it started. I don't know if it's because of the amount of listeners or what. Might have. It might be that because that show is kind of like in first place right now. The three brave the wild closely behind. Unfortunately, this one's still in third because. I don't know, the fan base is a little bit uh, frustrated and need more and more of you Aussies and uh, <laughs> New Zealanders to pick up the slack from uh, the, the people here locally, right? <laughs> you guys do such a, you know, you guys are so wonderful to this show. 118-108 law, uh, victory against the Utah Jazz, dropping the Jazz to 15-13. and 13. The Wolves jumped back up above 500, which are going to be hovering around, looks like, all damn season. Rudy Gobert, nice homecoming, I'd have to say. Had some dunks and all that. But uh, the story of the game was D'Angelo Russell in the fourth quarter. Had one of his patented fourth quarter, uh, you know, whatever you'd call it. He's on fire, basically. Uh, uh, He's on fire type of performance. In the fourth quarter, anyway. Certainly better than nothing. Anthony Edwards struggled off and on throughout the night. And he's been kind of, he didn't have a really good week. 
3 of 14 from the floor. Yuck. He did have three steals, only one turnover, so at least a little better in that category. Nas Reed found a way to lose the ball four times, as did Kyle Anderson. Kyle Anderson. Um, Kyle Anderson played a bit of point guard, and I guess he did play some point guard in college. Isn't that the darndest thing? So, little Magic Johnson, six foot nine, uh, 12 assists. 12 assists. And, of course, you'd see more of Kyle Anderson playing some point guard as the uh, week progresses because D'Angelo Russell has like a, what is that, like a contusion in his leg, so like a knee contusion, I believe. So, great, great. We have all we all know about those contusions and how long people can be out. Uh, <laughs> Robert Covington, anyone? Robert Covington, anyone? Again, hope my voice isn't too nasty and obnoxious to listen to. I apologize. Um, it was a nice night, though. Again, D'Angelo Russell started getting hot, started hitting his shots in the fourth quarter. Overall, a fun night and kind of chippy. Uh, ah, Malik Beasley's a jackass. <laughs> uh, he was already kind of one here, but not really. We didn't notice it as much when he was here. But yeah, jackass kind of posing in front of the bench and guys kind of saying, get the hell out of here, basically. Like, you know, get going. You know, Kyle Anderson and then uh, D'Angelo Russell kind of saying, oh, get moving, man. It's kind of not cool. Uh, and then late in the game, of all people... Kyle, ah, did I just call him Kyle Anderson? Malik Beasley gets pissed off at Rudy Gobert for putting in a dunk really late, kind of a soft, gentle dunk. Just, okay, just at the end, you know, when the game was over. Gets all up in uh, uh, Rudy Gobert's face, and it's like, dude, hypocrite, anyone? Hypocrite. So that was kind of BS. Uh, Walker Kessler, not a bad game. Uh, not a great game, but not a bad game. He actually didn't block any shots. What's up with that? Utah had no blocks in the game. Really? Interesting. Jared Vanderbilt, none of them. No blocks. They had nine steals, the, the Utah Jazz. Anyway, Rudy Gay at age 45. Not quite, but I'm just kidding. He's getting up there, though. Whew, he's getting way up there. Uh, Rudy Gay, one for seven off the bench. I mean, I, I respect guys that hang around and hang around and hang around. I mean, some, sometimes they just want to make... Sometimes it's just about the money, which is kind of annoying, but... I don't know, maybe just wants to keep playing, loves the game. I mean, I'd probably hang around if I was healthy and I was good enough to be there and all that. If I was able to make the team still and my body could handle it and all that, uh, keep up with everything. Yeah, I'd probably keep playing into my late 30s as well because love the game too. And, it, it, you know, you'd miss it so much. You'd miss it so much. All of us that played basketball when we were younger and then now you're older and maybe you can't... Uh, can't keep up with people because you're older or you're just your schedule's so dang busy you got old faster that kind of thing and then you just long for the for the good old days out on the court you know oh god especially indoors which i hardly ever got to be indoors and when when it was real like real indoor games oh man mm, mm. there's a charm to it that could never be matched let me tell you there really is being on that court so i can understand why a rudy gay would keep playing there i go into a little speech again i apologize well, you know why the Wolves won this game? Do you want to know the real reason? It's not because D'Angelo Russell got hot. It's not because Rudy Gobert had a nice homecoming with a 13-rebound performance and changed some shots. It's because Jordan Clarkson was 0-7 from downtown. That does make a difference, actually. It does. It makes a huge difference. Because Jordan Clarkson has torched this team for years and years and years with the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Los Angeles Lakers, and, of course, the Utah Jazz. Uh, getting hot from downtown, kind of like D'Angelo Russell did. So, in this case... D'Angelo Russell, finally. Uh, D'Angelo Russell leads the Wolves to victory over this, you know, kind of annoying Utah team, suddenly becoming annoying. They're, they're chippy, and they're annoyed about the trade. Like, gee, thanks. We thought we had something going on there, and it was a nice vibe. Uh, we'll see if we get one of the pieces from that group of last season, one of those defensive, gritty guys back. 
the oldest of the bunch. We'll see if he comes back. Somebody I made fun of a few weeks back. Yeah, he plays for the Lakers. You guys know who that is. Portland Creole Blazers. I'll resist the thought of saying Creole Blazers. That's kind of old. I apologize. I just can't let go of it. It's just because it rolls right off your tongue. Wolves end up losing by six in this one. Damian Lillard did Damian Lillard type things, and so did Anthony Simons. 31 points. We, you know, he took a while to develop, but he's really become a nice player, hasn't he? Anthony Edwards played very well. Unfortunately, again, D'Angelo Russell. No, D'Angelo Russell did play in this one later on. That he uh, has the uh, knee contusion, so we'll see how that drags out. Nuz Reed, 15 points off the bench in less than 15 minutes. Pretty impressive, actually, in a couple of blocks. I really like Nas Reed and what he brings. Wendell Moore, a little bit of garbage time or so. Just, well, just a little bit of time. It wasn't garbage time, but just a little stint of about three and a half minutes on the floor, and then that was kind of it. Drew Eubanks was key off the bench. Jeremiah Grant, again, can, you know, he can he can hit from the outside. Damian Lillard only shot three of 11, which is kind of funny, but he still went up with 36 points because he got every call you can imagine, and he made all 15 of his free throws. That does help. Nurkic, again, pain in the ass to deal with and his 15 rebounds. And the Wolves outside of Rudy Gobert, you know, crappy in the rebounding category, even worse in the next game. Uh, only 28 rebounds in the game. They actually got out-rebounded by 17 rebounds in back-to-back -back games in Portland. Out-rebounded by 17 games in back-to-back -back games in Portland. What assholes. Come on, man. Come on. It's like, really? Uh, okay, that's great. That's an urban legend. That's kind of a Purple Mafia bit, but that could go on any of my sports shows, honestly. An urban legend. Uh, that's the urban legend of the show, because you have your Lone Wolf Award and your uh, Johnny Flynn Memorial. That's the urban legend. How does that even happen? Out remounted by 17 twice against the same team? Really? That's kind of pathetic. And Portland's not a good rebounding team, are they? I, I guess they're good, because Nurkic, but... God, that's pathetic. <laughs> Show up, guys. Show up. Come on. Rudy Gobert only 9 in this one, but he did get 20 in the next game. Josh McDaniels, I, I don't even know, or Jaden. See, I just called him Josh. Do you, do you see what I'm saying with that? Do you see what's going on? I don't even know who he is lately. Who is he? Who's Jaden McDaniels? Like, it's like, it's kind of sad. And it's kind of like that dazed look he had in his face last week. I kind of got annoyed with. I don't know. I, I hope he can get his head out of somewhere and start being the guy where a lot of us are hoping and believing he can be because, I don't know. It's like it's not like he was bad, but he just, ah, he's not a factor. And he got zero, zero rebounds in 29 minutes. Zero rebounds in 29 minutes. Michael Jordan many years ago made fun of Stacey King for, uh, what was it, what did he get, one rebound or was it zero? I, I can't remember, but he was like this, blankety blank, 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 couldn't even get one bleeping rebound, blah, 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 and then Stacey King responded with F-U-M-J with the real words, you know, because they're not exactly covering up swear words in the, on the court or in the, you know, <laughs> on the court or in the locker room or anything. They probably say every swear word in the book, in every sport, by the way, especially hockey. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, you can't even get one rebound. It's like, come on, man. Stacey King was a bigger guy, but Jay McDaniel's long and athletic. You know that famous thing we always like to call everybody, long and athletic? Yeah, get the rebounds, man. Surely you can position a little better than that. And we've seen double-doubles. Zero rebounds? I don't know. That's, that's a lack of effort. That's not cool. Uh, four of eight from downtown from Anthony Edwards. He did lead the Wolves in scoring, and I thought he had a wonderful game at seven assists. Did bring the ball up, and the turnovers are still there, but not as ugly as last week. Three in this game. 
Denzel Russell, very ugly though. Three assists at five turnovers, but did have three steals. I guess he kind of sort of made up for it. This wasn't that bad of a game. Uh, and Rudy Gobert's like, maybe again, I mean, surely, surely he could have more uh, shot attempts in these games. Still went up at 24 points though. That's actually pretty impressive. 9 of 11 from the floor. Again, there's something there. Definitely. Obviously, there's something there. Um, so let's move on to the next Portland game where it was uh, friggin' hor horrible, as we like to say. A New Yorker might want to say it like that. It was friggin' horrible. <laughs> December 12th, Monday, 133 to 112. And that's it. Let's move on to the next game. I would rather do that, actually, if we could. This sucked. Uh, DeAndre Russell played in this game as well, 9 of 19. He's okay. Obviously, he played in the game healthy enough. Anthony Edwards, meh, you know, 6 of 16. I don't know. Jaden McDaniels again. Who's Jaden McDaniels? Anybody? Anybody heard of Jaden McDaniels? 28 minutes. One freaking rebound. One rebound. And he made one basket. He missed both of his three-point attempts. What, is he just standing there hoisting up threes? One freaking rebound? What's going on, man? 20 rebounds for Rudy Gobert. Thank you very much, Rudy Gobert. Sounds like a lone wolf award to me. It, it kind of does. I mean, there was one guy who was consistent. This guy named Matt Ryan. He, Yeah, I know. Everybody's like, he's the Colts quarterback or the former uh, Atlanta Falcons quarterback who got, you know, had the huge blown lead in the Super Bowl versus Tom Brady. Well, it's Tom Brady. So say what you want about deflate gate or this gate or that gate, but Tom Brady is still the GOAT, like it or not. So um, nobody's perfect, and I'm certainly not either. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Matt Ryan did hit a three-pointer in the game in the garbage time as a bunch of guys came off the bench. Five guys. Luca Garza, Nathan Knight, Josh Minot, Wendell Moore, and Matt frickin' Ryan, number 37, who was acquired last week. And I didn't even talk about the poor guy. I apologize. But, I mean, it's, I, I, I don't know. Is Matt Ryan going to change the Wolves a whole lot? I don't know. He's like a depth guy at best who can shoot a little bit. I, I guess he can sometimes. Luca Garza, a lot of people pining for him to play, and we'll see. It is kind of a bummer considering Towns is out, but Anderson's played pretty well for the most part. At least, well, I thought he did. He only got one rebound in this game as well. So here I come bashing rebounding again because I can. I mean, one rebound in 29 minutes, 28 minutes, it's pathetic. What the hell, guys? What the hell? 28 minutes for Jaden, a little bit less for Kyle Anderson. Two rebounds combined between the two players. What the hell is that? Are you for real? Are you kidding? Nas Reed only four rebounds. I mean, that's it's okay when it's 18 minutes, but uh, even that should be higher. I'm not sure what to think. Luca Garza, two rebounds in four minutes, but garbage time where it's, you know, other guys hoisting up shots and missing, I suppose. I don't know. This was balls. This game was balls. <laughs> Nurkic with 16 rebounds, kind of offsetting Rudy Gobert, who I thought played a little better. And then Damian Lillard hit shot after shot after shot after shot after shot. Like, you got, like, you got Damian Lillard, you got, like, an appetizer or Damian Lillard light last game, and then you got Damian Lillard heavy. He still had 36 points in the last game because he got to the line. He got he attempted 15 free throws and made them all. Justin Winslow doing a Kyle Anderson got 10 assists in the game. Okay. But uh, Damian Lillard, again, 11 of 17 from downtown. And what more is there to say, even though Simons didn't have a special game? And this uh, Shaden Sharp is a decent player, nice player off the bench. Provides some energy, so interesting. But let's get off of this. 
And let's talk about another abomination. This was terrible defense. And then you go from terrible defense, like transition and transition threes, just general perimeter defense was crappy. The offense was mediocre. And then you get a game where you can't even score, like 88 points, and you have the lowest scoring half in the, of the damn season. It's just, what did we have? Like 43 points right at the half. And they, uh, the Clippers had 38. 43-38. Pretty weak. That's weak, bro. Yeah, it's weak, all right. 19 points for Anthony Edwards. I guess he was okay. He led the Wolves in scoring. Sorry, I'm going to try to... Did I try not to cough to death? I don't know. I'm sorry. I wish I felt better, but I don't know. This week wasn't that great either, was it? Rudy Gobert was decent, but only five field goal attempts, which is weird. 13 rebounds. I don't know. I mean, if it's high percentage basketball with Rudy Gobert, but maybe he's not as open as you'd like. I mean, it's stuff like that. And yes, I, I'm aware of that. Jaden McDaniel's got four rebounds, baby, in almost 36 minutes. Four rebounds. There you go. 311 from the floor and 0 for 3 from downtown. Ugh. Really? It's just, really, man? Kyle Anderson led the Wolves in assists again, and of course, this time he had to play more point guard. Little Magic Johnson, kind of. Magic Johnson's extremely light, I guess. Like, cheap substitutes. <laughs> yeah, because now uh, D'Angelo Russell with the contusion. We'll wait and see how that turns out. Hopefully it's very mild. Wolves did get 43 rebounds in the game. Thank you. They finally rebounded the ball because everybody's missing shots, playing like garbage. 4 of 22 from downtown, not good enough. And, of course, that's three-point range for some of you youngsters that don't hear about downtown stuff all the time. It's, it's a back-in-the-day thing, and I am back-in-the-day. I'm not new school. I'm old school. It just It is what it is. I can't help who I am. <laughs> I grew up in the 80s and early 90s. So, Well, 80s and 90s, but early 90s I liked more. But, um, yeah. Austin Rivers, a point guard. Yeah. I mean, what more is there to say? He made a three-pointer and a couple free throws and missed everything else. I don't know. <laughs> what more is there to say? Just, uh, just another disappointing game. What was it again? 42% from the floor for the Wolves. 38% from the Clippers, and we still lose by 11 because fudge-nucking, fudge-nucking, I almost dropped an F-bomb. Bleeping, Nicholas Batum hit a couple, I can't, I hate Nicholas Batum. Ugh, he, he drives me nuts. He does nothing like all year, but then magically he'll hit like, ah, oh, he hit a three-pointer, big, big dagger, and then got the turnover and another one. Yeah. Or no, he set up, uh, he set up Paul George for a three-pointer in that case, and uh, go away. So that was a six-point turnaround that pretty much stuck the dagger and twisted it. Uh, the first one, the dagger went in, and then the last one was uh, twisting the dagger. Wow, what just happened? NBA TV, Clippers versus Suns. I don't know, Clippers have become a decent defensive team. John Wall, who's been on like 15 teams, and is like, I don't know, he's like, a third of what he used to be. <laughs> Sometimes he's good, but gosh, John Wall, what happened, man? Number one overall pick. We wanted him so bad. He was like the Andrew Luck of the NBA around that time, around the same time, around 2011, 2012, right? Man, we wanted that. It was actually 2010, pardon me. I remember that now. Yeah, Washington got the number one pick, and the owner's wife, uh, the owner had recently died, if I remember correctly. So when she was there and was like, wow, you know, yeah, well, yep, he, didn't, he was good for a while. It didn't work out. Flip was his first coach. Yes, that Flip, that Flip. <laughs> but that team was not good, and, you know, Wall was raw, and Flip belonged in Minnesota, I guess, instead. So, 
<laughs> That's kind of how that turned out. Kind of a crappy, yeah, type of week. Not a whole lot to write home about in a lot of ways, just except for the Utah game was fun. And I kind of like that black and yellow look in Utah. That was kind of cool. And the way the court's kind of diagonal, you know, the, the wood panels are, were like diagonal. That looked really cool. I actually really like that. Uh, really like that look. And I don't know, they, they, they were cool uniforms. I guess those are their city ones. I liked them better than our city ones this year. We were wearing our city ones as well. Meh. I, compared to last year, it's like the greatest city uniforms the Wolves ever had. The ones where it was, you know, it's that darker blue with the old Wolves logo on the shorts and then the uh, Garnett era Wolves uh, font on the front. And it was Wolves instead of Timberwolves. So like a little bit, it was like kind of like older school than the Garnett era with a little Garnett era in it, if you know what I mean. Um, I really love those. These city ones now, they look kind of like soccer jerseys, sort of, on a basketball court. It's like, yay. It's like cute and everything if you like soccer, which I, it's okay. Uh, you think the NBA is bad with guys begging for fouls on every bleeping play. Yeah, just watch a soccer game and we'll see guys laying on the, on the, on the grass for like five minutes thinking the ref's going to call something. So that's kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah, I'll just leave that alone. Uh, whatever. I don't hate soccer, but it's not exactly, you know, my top choice. I'll take uh, basketball and hockey any day over soccer. With that, the Lone Wolf Award winner has to be Rudy Gobert again. I've ripped him off and on during the course of this season, but he's been the best player a lot of times. A lot of times. And then Carl's Mr. Consistent when he's healthy which he was for a while until lately. And then until the, the strained calf, which apparently is a little worse than people would have originally, uh, originally thought. Sometimes a strained calf, you think maybe you're out a game or two, but you know, sometimes it's just worse and it probably hurt like hell. Um, and it could lead to like Achilles type things. Um, but yeah, Rudy Cobert's had a great week, honestly, a very good week. Anyway, the Johnny Flynn Memorial. I mean, who did I rip the most this week? That's right, Jaden McDaniels. I don't know who you are, Jaden. Please, please. Well, I don't want to say that guy's name. I don't want to sing his song, but please stand up, Jaden McDaniels. Yeah, <laughs> please, Jaden. Please come back. Please, Jaden. With that said, uh, <laughs> with that said, let's take a quick break and preview three games against or four games against three teams. back here on Timberwolves Explosion segment number two. Time to preview four games against three teams, basically. But first, let's hear from DraftKings, our sponsor, the NBA version. The NBA season is heating up, just like NBA Jam, right? <laughs> and there are still so many great games coming up, like the Christmas games. You could bet on those, have some fun with that. When I'm looking to get into the action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any team to win their game, like the Hawks, and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up game, uh, same-game parlays. 
go to the DraftKings Sportsbook apps, basically like Google and Android, uh, or Android and Apple, place a same-game parlay and combine multiple bets, like which team will win, total rebounds, and more. Don't bet on the Wolves, though, right? <laughs> the rebounds, boy, we would have lost, right? <laughs> bet, on the, bet on the Portland Trailblazers versus the Wolves, right? <laughs> the more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Yeah, so again, you just add more pieces to it. You know, that's why they call it a parlay, right? So, very enjoyable. Just, again, stay away from the wolves and the rebounding. Download the app now. Sign up with the code TBPN. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And of course, TBPN is the basketball podcast network. And again, look for that disclaimer in the show description. As we said, the show notes and all of that. So, the Minnesota Timberwolves will play against the OKC Thunder. Uh, we, we started good against them. We were looking fine. We won two games against them and then we played like dog bleep last time around. I do believe this is the season finale. It is already. Kind of sad, but uh, maybe it's a good thing. Uh, 115-108 on October 19th. I'm glad they're showing dates. Remember last year they took the dates away. It was like, why would you do that? They brought it back, thankfully. Sunday, October 23rd. That was way at the beginning of the season. A couple of fun little games. Wolves scored 115 and win 16, which is kind of funny. Almost identical scores. And then got obliterated 135-128. Blah. Awful. Just Awful. And then the season finale is in OKC. That one was in Target Center, by the way, where SGA, I thought he was hurt, comes back in that game and beat us badly. 33 points, and the Wolves played awful defense. Jalen Noel, 21 off the bench. Nas Reed, wonderful with 18 rebounds off the bench. Gobert was not good. He was also hurt and all that, so we'll move on from that. Speaking of injuries, apparently... As of the 15th, they're talking about Rudy Gobert with an ankle. So that's actually a question mark going. And D'Angelo Russell with the contusion on the knee. And Jordan McLaughlin still dealing with the calf. And, of course, Carl Anthony Towns isn't even listed. It's more of a long-term thing. Calf injury a while back. Um, so that's unfortunate. Usman Jeng. Usman Jeng with the wrist uh, injury as of uh, December 15th. Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Say that fast three times. <laughs> J-R-E. That sounds kind of cool, actually. December 15th, uh, ankle and Kenrich. Oh, yeah, that was an interesting deal. Kenrich Williams a while back uh, against the Wolves. December the 5th, knee. He's got a knee injury. Points per game. Oklahoma's scoring points now. 116, Wolves are 11th. Um, well, they're 6th. The Wolves are 11th. Uh, rebounds, Wolves are 22nd. Yeah, it's starting to go down the crapper again. Oklahoma's 8th. Like I said, don't bet on the Wolves with the rebounding, okay? On the drafting sports we've got. Probably pick Oklahoma for that one. <laughs> Field goal percentage, Wolves are 5th. 21st percent for OKC. Wolves are 11th in assists and 18th for OKC. Turnovers, Wolves are 28th. The yeah, So we suck at turnovers, basically. We have get a ton of them. And OKC's in the upper half. Good for them at 12th. Assist to turnover ratio, 26 for the Wolves. Just ugh, control the ball a little bit. Act like veterans. There's veterans on this team. You know, that's what I don't like. There's veterans on this team. OKC? Who the heck is OKC, right? The SGA is great, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's really good. Shea Gilgis, Gilgis Alexander is a really good player, but come on. Sixth, sixth uh, there, that really good number there. Wolves are eighth in blocks. Oklahoma City is seventh. 
Wolves are third in steals. Oklahoma City sixth. They're actually kind of dangerous, even though their record sucks. 11 and 17, but they're good in a lot of categories. That's, they're kind of dangerous a little bit. Where's the three-point percentage? Okay, there it is. Three-point percentage. That's important. Wolves are 25th. OKC is 22nd. So neither team is all that great from downtown, as I like to call it. I don't know, man. Guys, show up and play, please. you got to end this losing streak. Stop the bleeding. You've been giving up a lot of points. If I was a betting man, and with DraftKings, I am. <laughs> but uh, not every time. Not with the Wolves, necessarily. I'm kind of scared. But if I didn't, if I wasn't really a close fan, I'd probably pick Oklahoma City. Let's put it that way. I'd probably pick Oklahoma City in this one. In good faith, I want to step out and say the Wolves can win this game. I'd like to believe the Wolves can at least go 500 this upcoming week. But yay, 500. Yay. You know what I mean? Uh, and then you get Boston, Miami, who's not as good this year, but Boston's super good. New Orleans is really good now. And Milwaukee's really good. That's next Friday. We'll talk about that. Little East Coast uh, action going on with Milwaukee, Detroit. That's fun. I love East Coast uh, NBA. I, I like the I like Eastern Conference, even though I like the West Coast games because they're late when it's a road game anyway. But they don't go well usually. <laughs> they usually don't turn out too good unless it's the Lakers are you know, disappointing like they've been this year. Oh, boy. It's become a weird matchup. Step out in faith. I believe the Wolves win this game. I believe the Wolves can win this game. Uh, but if, oh, maybe I'm going to be super op- optimistic here and see the Wolves go 3-1 and one this week. They certainly can. Damn it. They certainly can. Just show up to play. Of course, no D'Angelo Russell. We don't know when he's coming back. With a knee contusion, you don't know. That, that doesn't sound good. Hopefully it's quick and he's back and it's not that serious. I got a schmucky feeling here. But oh, I'm going to step on faith. I believe the Wolves win this game. Final score of 118 to 114. Very close. Anthony Edwards leads the Wolves with 28. Chicago Bulls, again, they are not the Bulls of last year and they certainly aren't the Bulls of, of yesteryear. Lonzo Ball out with a knee as of like nine years ago. Yeah, I remember he had an ACL, right? So... That was like a year ago. Um, Ayo Donsunmo, pelvis injury. Ooh, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> December the 13th, so oh, that kind of sucks. Chicago Bulls are not real good this year. 11 and 16, they're just like OKC, Billy Donovan's former club. So, yeah, um, I thought Billy Donovan had kind of a, yeah, I don't think they treated him real well with that. Uh, they're both tied. The Wolves and the Bulls are tied at 11th in points. 19th in rebounding for the Bulls. 7th in field goal percentage. 14th in three-point percentage. 9th in steals. 10th in blocks. 6th in assist-to-turnover ratio. 15th in turnovers. And 12th in assists. I know they're not the most exciting numbers you ever thought about. Um, I most recently talked about... uh, Backtrack very quickly here with OKC. Just want to talk about SGA a little bit more. He's averaging 31 points a game, and he's one of the best players in the league now. So he's probably better than right now. I'd say he's definitely ahead of Anthony Edwards, which I don't like saying, but almost 51% from the floor. His three-point percentage is only 32. That's not good enough, but he doesn't take that many threes. It's not like he's launching like 20 of them, like certain guys out there that kill you, you know, by shooting too much. (laughs) But 31 points a game, that's pretty nuts. That's pretty sick in a good way. Doubles, doubles are being led by DeRozan. Doubles and DeRozan, you get it? You, you got it? Is that funny? No, not really. A little bit. Um, 
DeMar DeRozan's averaging 26 points a game again. Really wonderful season, but something's not working in Chicago this year. Uh, it doesn't help that Zach Levine's shooting 43% either. Uh, DeMar DeRozan's never been much of a three-point shooter, right? About 30%. He makes less than one a game, which is weird, weird uh, for a shooting guard. Zach Levine's shooting almost 36%. Again, he's below where he was before. And Goran Dragic was past his prime about five years ago. I don't know. And, and Andre Drummond was past his prime about five years ago, too, it seems like. I used to really like Andre Drummond with Detroit. Like, loved him. I, I don't know. I don't know who he is anymore. <laughs> I keep saying that about players. Kobe White, remember him? Hmm. I barely remember him either. Patrick Williams, well, all right. He's had some moments, but I don't know. Uh, Vucevic, you know, what an awesome addition. Great player. Absolutely love Nikola Vucevic, but whatever it is, it's just not working in Chicago. It's not working, and it's not like tons and tons of injuries. Just guys are, it's just kind of a mediocre team. I don't know. I think the Wolves should be able to beat these guys, but you never know with this team. The Wolves are so damn up and down. It drives you nuts. I'm not overly confident in it, but why the heck not? Why shouldn't the Wolves be able to take advantage of something here and get the job done? Why don't the Wolves win three games in a row, beat OKC, beat Chicago, and beat Dallas at least once? I'm going to step out in faith and believe that. Uh, the Wolves do uh, win three out of three out of four this week. I'm going to step out in faith. Wolves beat the Bulls. Wolves beat the Bulls. Anthony Edwards is going to lead the Wolves in scoring in every game, I think. I, I think he will. And why shouldn't he? Uh, with no Carl Anthony Towns and no D'Angelo Russell, who can get hot at times. Why shouldn't Anthony Edwards lead the Wolves in scoring at this stage? Uh, that, that's my belief. Wolves win this game. Final score of 125 to 120. Zach Levine is going to step up and be much better than he was. Why am I? Why is it showing the Minnesota Wild? That's weird. <laughs> this thing is screwed up really bad. But, uh, yeah, they will beat the Bulls. 120-115 by five points. And Zach Levine has 30-plus. But uh, Anthony Edwards winds up with about 35. It's going to be kind of a can-you-top-this type of game. And DeMar DeRozan, of course, will be a huge threat. But the Wolves end up somehow winning this one. Like a Kyle Anderson maybe will slow down DeMar DeRozan enough. And, of course, Rudy Gobert with a praying mantis-style defense will get the job done. Wolves win. Back-to-back, the Wolves do not win three in a row. We lose to the Dallas Mavericks because we suck in back-to-backs. Until you prove otherwise, we suck in back-to-backs. Luka Doncic, when you just look at the guy, <laughs> there's I don't understand how he's averaging 33 points a game. I have nothing against him, but I don't know. He doesn't strike me as a guy who's going to be an MVP candidate every year for the next 10 years. Um, I think he's overrated a little bit, but then then again, I mean, he gets the job done all, all, all the time. So he's obviously a huge threat. He's a dangerous guy, but he's like the only guy scoring for Dallas as well, which is kind of annoying considering they're 30th in the league in scoring. The Wolves do not win this game. We might actually get swept in this back. Uh, it's not back-to-back, but it's game, day off, game in Target Center, basically, Monday and Wednesday. Both in Target Center. you got to win one of them, but I'm not overly confident the Wolves win both. I really am not. Uh, Dallas, 2-3 and three in their last five. They beat Denver 116-115. They, lo- they lose to Milwaukee by only one. They get obliterated by the Bulls. Interesting. Interesting. 144-115. What happened? 121-114 uh, victory over OKC, and they lose to Cleveland by 15. And Cleveland's a decent team, let's be fair. Um, I rudely didn't talk about when we play the Bulls next, which will be March 17th. Cool. Happy uh, St. Paddy's there. Happy St. Paddy's 
The wolves and bulls will probably be wearing green uniforms that night. Pretty cool. So, just thought I'd bring that up on Friday and St. Patty's. Interesting. <laughs> wolves do not win this game. Dallas is 30th in points, though, which is weird. So, they win, believe it or not, on defense sometimes. They're only a 500 club. That's why they don't scare me that much. And, I don't know, they ain't going to no Western Conference Final this year. In fact, I have no idea who's going to be in the West Final. And I hope it's not the Warriors, even though I... <laughs> Even though I really appreciate the Oakland uh, Oakland Warriors podcast and the kind review they gave me. Still not a fan of that team, though. <laughs> I hate Portland, too. Don't worry. And Denver. And uh, I don't like Dallas at all. Are you kidding me? Um, Davis Burton's illness as of the 15th of December. Max Kleiber. Hamstring as of December 13. And elbow for Josh Green as of December the 10th. Um, Dallas is 30th in points, 30th in rebounds. They're the worst team in the league in points and rebounds. Yet this team kind of made us look crappy at times in, in the past. I thought we played them this year. Weird. I guess we didn't. I'm stuck in the past. I know they gave us hell of time last year. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking of Brzingis. That's why. Brzingis was there for a while and it was Washington. That's why. And they made us look like crap, right? <laughs> this one, yeah. These are both in Target Center. December 19th, December 21st, and then Feb 13. Feb 13, Monday, in Dallas, which will probably not be a win, unfortunately. The Wolves could win both of these games. I mean, it's ironic. They're the worst scoring and rebounding team in the league. So if you want to get some rebounds and you want to bet the Wolves in the rebounding in a parlay, do that in the Wednesday game because I don't think the Wolves win the back-to-back because our history stinks against them. Uh, 18th in field goal percentage, 15th in threes. Number one in protecting the ball, though. They have the least turnovers in the NBA. Interesting. They are the worst team in assists. What the hell is going on? So they don't pass the, yeah, Luka Doncic is a ball hog. I'll put two and two together here. Luka Doncic is a freaking ball hog, but at least he doesn't turn the ball over, I guess. They're sixth in the league in assists to turnover ratio. They're not very athletic. 28th in blocks, but they get 11th. Uh, they're 11th in the league in steals, anyway. Wolves are third. Wolves do not win this one, but they win the uh, the next one, in my opinion. I think this one, the Wolves end up losing final score of like 103 to 99 or something stupid like that. Just don't show up. They're tired, but well, they show up, but they don't play well enough to win the game, or even a 99-88 type of thing again. But I think it's going to be like 103-99, fairly close, or 103-92, whatever the heck it is. Uh, Gobert leads the Wolves in scoring, but we do not win the game. And yes, I see that stupid M in the logo. It's so creative. It's so cool. I know. I saw it a million times now. <laughs> I don't like the Mavericks. I don't. It, it's creative, though. It's a creative logo. I just, I've never been a Mavericks fan, except maybe way back in the day. When they had the the classic uniforms, um, yeah, Michael Finley and all that. But I mean, we're talking way back in the day, not you know Steve Nash and beyond. Didn't like didn't like Steve Nash on the Mavericks <laughs> at all. I liked him more on the um, Suns before and after. <clears throat> Pardon me. Spencer Dinwiddie again still scorching the net, forty percent from downtown. Christian Wood, forty one percent, forty one percent. So they make threes a little bit, but they, they're just a weird team. Tim Hardaway is pretty solid, like what he does. He's one of those guys you can maybe pick up a fantasy. Kemba Walker played in one game so far. Interesting. Very interesting. Maybe you could get your assists going there. Um, yeah, he was a free agent. Interesting. Luka Doncic, 8.6 assists. And doesn't, well, he does get 3.6 turnovers. Interesting. But they're still the best team in protecting the ball, I guess. Again, probably because a certain guy can be a ball hog at times. <laughs> the Wolves lose the first one, but win the next one. Final score, 110 to 100. Wolves win by 10 in the next game. 
And again, that game, I believe that... That game, I'm believing that... Uh, I don't know if D'Angelo Russell will be back or not. Probably not. I think Anthony Edwards with 28. The Wolves end up winning the game. And the Wolves go 3-1 and one this week. Very optimistic, but that's my belief. With that, we'll take a quick break and look at fan interaction. Here on Timberwolves Explosion. The Twitter account is at TWolvesEX, at TWolvesEX, and yes, there's at Wolves Explosion, but it seems like most of the interaction happens at TWolvesEX. I'm enjoying this newer Twitter, even though it's got way less followers, but it's got all the essential followers for them. You know, all of you guys that uh, came over, thank you so much when that stupid account got uh, suspended a long time ago because I was, I don't know, I wasn't like worshiping the NBA's political uh, views. That's all. That happened. At least I'm pretty sure. Tanae Brown retweeted the most recent episode and led we followed, which was according to uh, D'Angelo Russell last week. Really cool. Uh, Tanae Brown out of New Zealand. Levi Brown out of New Zealand. Derek Felska out of Western Wisconsin from Minnesota, but uh, a teacher and defensive line coach. Uh, great hockey blogger and great, great friend and big friend of uh, Brave the Wild as well. Vinrock Vince Germano out of Melbourne, Australia. Of course, all these guys are just wonderful friends, you know. Vince Germano, Tanae Brown, Levi Brown, Derek Felska, the Basketball Podcast Network. Thank you guys so much for that. That would be uh, Dylan and Kyle out of Vancouver area, the Vancouver area, and Benzo out of the Bronx. Love you. Love you. Let's look at the demographics real quick for fun before I jump into the actual fan interaction. See, last week I rudely didn't get into this. Oh, as Vince Germano and others call the uh, New Zealanders Kiwis. Unfortunately, the Aussies are now, <laughs> unfortunately for the Kiwis, the Aussies are now back in second place behind the U.S. So welcome back, Australia. There must have been a huge surge uh, a few weeks ago with uh, New Zealand. Now it's dropped off a bit, unfortunately. Hope I didn't turn off a bunch of New Zealanders or maybe they were re-downloading the show. I don't know. Like something was going wrong with the Apple podcast for a while. Um, unfortunately, New Zealand's way behind Australia now. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I absolutely love everybody out of Australia that listens to the show. Believe it or not, South Korea, Portugal, New Zealand, yep, so all of you guys, thank you so much. Even Israel, Turkey, France. You never know, some of those people might be soldiers, might be American soldiers that are Wolves fans. And if you are, I salute you. Um, if you want to let me know, go ahead. And if you really are from Turkey, you really are from Israel and France, quite possible. Uh, France wouldn't surprise me, of course, Rudy Gobert. So it's probably quite possibly a French person or two. It's not too many. in Poland, Japan, cool. There's even uh, Japan. So really cool. Uh, obviously way down the list, but at least they're listening. So, whoa, I'm going to have a, I almost had a seizure looking at that, that uh, image on the screen that was flashing way too much. Whew, I almost tipped over. That was not good. <laughs> yeah, and I, That was weird. Any, anyhow, United States, of course, number one. Big surprise. But uh, And really appreciate all of you here in the United States as well. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but um, absolutely love all of you in Aussie, New Zealand, all that in the southeast part of the planet. 
which is round, by the way, not a disc or anything crazy like that. <laughs> Minnesota's number one for the states, believe it or not, despite a lot of people here don't like me. At least, well, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Purple Mafia, Iowa's number one. What do you think of that, Iowa? And it's with a bullet. For this one, Minnesota is way ahead. Illinois is number two, interesting. New York, number three. That's, uh, yep, in Victoria, Australia. There you go. New Jersey, interesting. Western Australia, cool. There's Victoria, Australia, then there's Western Australia, then there's Tejas, no, Texas, Florida, and then you got uh, South Korea, Oregon, so cool. I hope I didn't turn off anybody from New Zealand. I, I said nice things, didn't I? For cities, yeah, I just like to look at this stuff. It's like a new toy. Minneapolis, number one, St. Paul, number two, Marshall, Minnesota, number three, Victoria, Australia, no, or Melbourne, Victoria, number four, cool. Wayne, New Jersey, hello, guys. Chicago, the Bronx, yep, there he is. <laughs> Perth, Western Australia. Louisville, Texas. Interesting. St. Michael, Minnesota. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you again, all of you. Just want to acknowledge you because, you know, hey, I really appreciate all of you that do listen. And it's a new toy to me now that I can actually see where people are from. So people that are listening, thank you for the retweets. Uh, and there's Random Hoops. That'd be Brisbane, Australia. Maybe that's the Perth one. I don't know. But uh, KG at the first of his many All-Star games. Love this behind-the-scenes footage. Yep, very cool. Check it out. I believe I read. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I remember that. I remember Garnett with the, yep, the, yep. I remember wearing that black shirt and all that and having the conversations. There's Gary Payton. Yeah, this was fun. Yep, Sean Kemp, and he wasn't heavy. <laughs> I forget what's, where this was. But yes, uh, Rudy Tomjanovich was the coach at the time because I believe this was 96, 97, right? Was it 96, 97? Yeah, it had to be. Yep, and that was Houston when they were, uh, I believe they had uh, Chuck by then. They just acquired Chuck. They had a great record and everything. So so uh, there's a reason why uh, Rudy Tomjanovich was the coach of that uh, Western Conference team. Oh, Gugliotta and Garnett. Gugliotta got picked by the coaches. Garnett was a replacement, but, I mean, it was like, yeah, he, he deserved to be. And then by the next year, Garnett was a starter from there on for many years to, to follow before he got super old. Um, yep, I remember that windmill jam in the practice. That was cool to see. Yep. Reese Pedretti. Yep, yep, Reese Pedretti. So Random Hoops is Reese Pedretti, but it's like a, you know, it's a basketball knowledge account. And then there's this personal one, Reese Pedretti. That is Pumba. Uh, retweeted it as well to kind of pass it on. Video Game Flashback is now around. I had that follow this account because why not? I mean, you know, Video Game Flashback is a retro video game podcast. Highly recommend it to anybody that likes retro video games. Nintendo, Atari, you know, Sega Genesis, Sega Super Nintendo, stuff like that. Um, so far, it's NES and Atari, but uh, yeah. I'll venture into the early 90s a bit, but not too far. Not too far into the, the late 90s, maybe a little tiny bit with the PlayStation 1. Benzo also retweeted uh, Pumpa's tweet. Very cool. Tanae Brown says, yeah, and then the conversation finally gets into uh, Patrick Beverly. And I apologize, I didn't talk about it earlier. Yeah, Patrick Beverly, uh, things are just not working out in Los Angeles for so many reasons. Um, he's thankful to us for giving him the 13 million one-year contract uh, or, well, yeah, a, a year ago and all that. And... You know, so, I mean, he, he wants to come back here if he is uh, traded and bought out, whatever. Like, say, somebody trades him, like, a, a piece to kind of for cap space, whatever. They buy him out, and then he's a free agent. He'd come to Minnesota. That's what he'd like to do, come to Minnesota, if that could happen. And that conversation was brought up. Today, Brown says, I would take him back, uh, back a bit more grit 
for the team, which seems to have become extremely soft again. Yeah, that's for sure. They're uh, extremely soft again this season. I don't think Pat Bev fixes what's gone wrong, though. That's true. I don't think so. He'd probably help a little bit, but not really. Not in the main frame of things. It'd be short-term, and I don't know. I mean, maybe he can be an assistant coach uh, as he gets older. Donis Haslam, I think he's still playing, but he's basically an assistant coach, just like a John Howard hung around in Miami forever and all that. And now he's the coach of the uh, Michigan Wolverines, where he played, of course, in the Fab Five era, back about 30 years ago now. God, we're getting old. <laughs> yes, we are. People from that generation, the Gen X, we're getting old, aren't we, unfortunately? Um, yeah, I, I think I'd take him back as well. I think I would. He's a strange guy. He's a little disruptive. Um, as long as he doesn't get us in trouble and all that and get us to be, you know, I mean, there's a fine line between being confident and swagger and just being cocky and stupid, which a little bit of that with the, you know, Dan, uh, what was his name? Russell Westbrook's air ball three last year. And, and they're like, oh, where did it go? Where did it go? I'll cut it out. That's, I mean, it's funny and everything, but that's kind of like, you know, gym class, high school gym class, we did stuff like that, right? When we were like 17, 16 years old, this is the NBA, you're like upper 20s, 30s and all that stuff, professional players making bajillions of dollars. Do we do we need to do that? You know, yeah, we, we literally did that kind of stuff when we were in 10th, you know, sophomore year, junior year in high school, not college. So, I don't know, it's kind of silly. And even in the real games, if you did that, I think the coach would chew you out, wouldn't he? Most of the time, like, what are you doing? Come on. <laughs> But in the NBA, I guess, I mean, it's cute and everything, but maybe uh, Russell Westbrook was being a, a dick, which he is known to be quite often on the court. A little bit nicer guy off the court. Uh, sometimes Steph Curry, I could say the same. A little nicer off the court. On the court, he's an absolute douchebag with the endless taunting. Every time he does anything right, which is annoying. So maybe I'm too sensitive, but um, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of all that stuff. With that said, I guess that's it, unfortunately. But uh, again, thank you, Tanae, though. I mean, that's, you know, it's worth, you know, anytime you tweet back and, and tweet and interact and you bring things to the conversation, same with uh, Reese Padratti, Levi Brown, Vince Germano, you know, Wayne Hunt, who I've missed very much, Stu Benson, I've missed very much um, on Facebook. They often uh, would get in touch with me there, but haven't heard from them in eons and eons and eons. Sounds like the show is coming back podcasts tend to go, uh, certain people, you get in a, uh, a hiatus and it's hard to come back. I think that happened at this show a few years ago, if I remember correctly. I believe I went into hiatus for quite a while one time, yeah, and it was like sad. But that was more so like Brave the Wild, I believe. I forget what happened. Probably the freaking lockout. Oh yeah, this one, there was the lockout many, many years ago. And it was kind of a forced hiatus. And yeah, the only show that was out there was the Courtside Podcast. So hope you guys come back soon. We, me and Marcus did record at least two episodes during that time, but that's not enough. You know, the courtside kept them coming. Those shows did insanely well, though, especially the second one. It was like State of the Wolves Part 2, where uh, me and Marcus had fun imitating Christopher Walken. It was really funny. <laughs> so we, we had fun with that. Those were the good old days. I miss Marcus, but uh, I don't know. It, it is what it is, you know? So... Hope to hear from you guys uh, interacting with me again, Courtside Podcast. And, of course, Facebook.com forward slash TimberWolvesExplosion on Facebook. Twitter account is at TWolvesEX or at WolvesExplosion. But TWolvesEX seems to be more active nowadays, even though it's got way less followers. It does have the uh, the pillars, so to speak. They do follow both, most of them, but uh, at the same time. 
yeah, it seems like uh, T-Wolf-ZX is kind of the, the way, the place to go now, even though it looks like it's a brand new show. It's a very old, old podcast. This podcast goes back to August 2008. In the podcasting world, that is ancient history. It's ancient history. People from 2013 are like, man, that's an old show. And I'm like, uh, I was five years in already, guys. <laughs> Got your beat. Uh, courtside goes back at least to like uh, 10 and 9, 2009, maybe, maybe even 2008. So they're almost as old, too. With that said, I've rambled enough. Thank all of you so much for listening to the show. Please tell your friends about it. The retweets, the shares, just thank you. God bless you. And keep, keep, them, keep them coming if you can. If you're busy, I completely understand. But uh, don't be afraid to call into the show sometime as well, like today did with uh, Purple Mafia a few weeks back. Awesome call-in. Love when he calls into this one. Vince Germano, same thing. Levi, yeah, Levi, I don't think I've ever heard him call in before, but he's made some nice comments, and he's helped greatly with uh, uh, sometimes like HipCast, or well, when it was HipCast and even other ones like Megaphone or Anchor. It, it's picky about the size of the picture, you know, when you put a, a podcast logo up. Uh, Levi's been very helpful with that in the past. I just can't thank you enough, Levi. So it is the coolest thing ever when you when you, when you help with that kind of thing. And again, just love the interaction as well. Just want you guys to know I appreciate you, especially as we head closer and closer to Christmas here. Um, and, you know, how much I enjoy doing this show Despite sometimes I get, <laughs> years ago, I got really frustrated with the endless politics that the NBA was doing. It just, you know, you can have your opinions and all that, but can we just, can, the whole point of, of, the whole point was, can we get away from all of that, all that chaos that happened that year with politics via, you know, be it vaccines, masks, and, and riots, and, and demonstrations, and all that. It was time to get away from that, and somehow, I guess, I offended the whole world and got or offended somebody important, I guess, and then Twitter banned that account. So it's just whatever. The whole point was to get away, wasn't it? Isn't that what we were dying for? Does that make me a bad person? So <laughs> sorry if that. Uh, sorry if I'm dragging this out too long, but uh, please, please write a positive rating on Apple Podcasts if you could. Apple Podcasts is one, Stitcher's another, Audible you can you can uh, is, is available to do that as well, and Spotify at least. Pardon me, I'm almost coughing here. You can at least do a uh, star rating on that one, and if you do, thank you so much. Of course, to do the audio submission, all you have to do is open any smart device on the planet. Press, uh, you know, they, they all have a free voice recorder. Press record, open a press record, talk into it like a phone call, and then when you stop, you save it and share it to Paladino Live at yahoo.com. Paladino Live at yahoo.com is in the show description for a copy and paste or whatever you'd like to do. But would love to hear from you, and you would lead off fan interaction. With that said, I'll stop rambling. And stop giving speeches now and wishing you a wonderful week as we head closer and closer to Christmas and hopefully the wolves indeed go at least three and one this upcoming week. <laughs>